so by the cause of this mercy Shri Bhagavan we are going to do Shravan Kirtan of Bhagavan's the glories of Bhagavan's Priya Bhaktas so to follow the best limbs of Bhakti the best limbs of Bhakti is the best limb of Bhakti beginning in sequences, Shavanakya Bhakti. If one listens to the glories of Bhagavan's Bhaktas, this is not only complete. When we listen to the glories of the Bhaktas, then Bhagavan, he is very happy listening to the glories of his Priya Bhaktas. And by that, the entire world receives auspiciousness. Because by listening to their glories, one has faith. And they say, this is the best form of sadhan, to listen to their glories. Then, this way, the prem that is inherent within the hearts of those associates will also be available to you. No need to do any tapasya, strong austerity, japa tapa, nothing. Just listen to their glorification. Om Saddai Mantra, no need for anything. Therefore, Maharaj Parishad did not have time. What did Sukhdeva Goswami do? He started speaking on the glories of all the devotees. Saying, who Naradashi is, who is Dhruva, who is Prahlad. The same. He is glorifying all of Bhagavan's prayer bhaktas. In the end, you came to Raj. So this Shavanakya Bhakti is Bhagavan's Kripa. This Karuna Shakti, Kripa Shakti. This is more beneficial for us. This is where the Bhaktas are. You remember the Bhaktas. When you have faith towards them, when you uh, like, uh, if one worships Ram, under the guidance of Hanuman, then Ram is bound to give his mercy to that person. You see, once Ram, he took his bow and arrow in the morning, and there he saw Hanuman was standing on his way, in his way, saying, Prabhu, where are you going? He's saying, oh, I'm looking for one person. So, you have to kill him. Why? Because, first, Hanuman had said, first you have to kill me and then him. And now you have to kill me because he has taken my shelter. So then, when Ram saw that he was surrendered to Hanuman, then Ram, he smiling, he left. He didn't say anything. And you say, these symptoms of Tama Bhakti have been described. Bhagavatam Sukhdeva Goswami said, Sarvapadi Vinur Muttam Tatparatvena Nirmalam Rishikena Rishikesha Sevanam Bhakti Ruchyate See, these senses should be engaged in the service of He who is the master of the senses. Please Bhagavan by your seva. And by doing His Shaman Kirtan and by surrendering to Him, naturally your senses will, to be, will also be engaged in Bhagavan's seva. There is no need to do any other austerity. They say, 
if you try on your own to engage the senses in Bhagavan Sava, you cannot do. You will be cheated because the senses are very strong. Like Prabhupada Sasi Thakur, he has said in his Chaitanya Chandramrat, Asagarasya, Nirashayasya, Chaitanya Chandramavadehi Padavalambam. You see, this sansar is an ocean of miseries. Across this ocean of miseries is not so easy. Yeah, there are so many different fierce creatures. The calm crow, all these alligators, they're open, they're sitting there with their mouth, with their mouths wide open, ready to swallow one. So how can one escape? Therefore, if one has shraddha towards the glorification of the bhaktas, then the bhaktas will take responsibility for us. They will see what is good for us, what is bad for us. Mahabharata's Leela Parikars and uh, the Guru Varga it is very so provision has been given this facility to do Stavstuti of Bhagavan and his Bhaktas and this way when the Swarup of Guru is thought upon and when the devotees are contemplated upon and Bhagavan is bound to appear because if you only meditate on Bhagavan he'll give you bhakti mukti and he'll cheat you he won't give you bhakti if you take shelter of the bhaktas then Krishna can never cheat you he cannot give you bhagavan moksha see there's no way for Bhagavan to cheat those who have taken shelter of his bhaktas therefore Bhagavan he has said that I am intelligent and this person is foolish. Why should I give him this poison of material enjoyment? I will give him the nectar of my lotus feet. I cannot give him this poison of gratification. I will give him my chanamrat, nectar of my lotus feet. I will make him bathe in this. I will give him my seva. Because he has taken shelter. Given this seva, I have to give him. Therefore, it is said, that in Mahaprabhu's Leela all his associates who are taken, have taken this responsibility of being Sri Guru they never care for their own happiness they are always suffering in the suffering of the other Jeevas therefore they take responsibility for their deliverance therefore it is said they should in Navandip Dham. This is the Pujam Drinatam Guru. This way, over his two hands, like his two shoulders, mighty arms. You see, these two mighty arms are not meant for embracing anyone. These two mighty arms are meant to lift the conditioned souls from the ocean of Maya and to offer them like flowers onto the Lord Swedishri Bhagavan. They have no envy, they have no hatred, they have no ashakti attachment towards anyone. They don't have hate towards anyone. See, why should one care for caste and creed? Why should only one point really worship Sri Hari? So the heart of the Santa is like water. 
Santa, he takes everyone on his lap. He has, he has place for everyone on his lap, in his heart. The first two hands about the Seva Shri Bhagavan. Oh, he doesn't hate anyone because the Atma belongs to Prabhu. Therefore, because of his karma, he has taken birth. In one particular species of life. But the Santa doesn't look at this birth of his. And the Santa, you see, he sees that everyone are part and parcel of Sri Bhagavan. There is children, so they should be offered unto Bhagavan. Therefore, Divijam Trinetram Guru. And this is Dibuj. His two mighty arms are engaged in this action. And his two eyes do not see. One is black, white, lame, blind, nothing. Dumb. Wherever he sees, he only sees his Ishtadev. Present in everyone's hearts. Wherever his glance falls, he sees the Jeevatma there. He doesn't see if he's tall, short, no. He enters within the innermost core of one's heart and he has this Atma Darshan. In the, in the other societies, Sampradayas, there is no such provision for Atma Darshan. They say soul, but they don't believe in the soul. They say the pure soul, but they don't believe in the pure soul. They say the formless Nirgushesh Nirgun is immutable. Oh, very. Anadi, beginningless. And so they hate him. Because if they accept his existence, then they have to respect him. They have to worship him. Respect him. Therefore they don't believe in him. They say even if you go to the church, they don't believe in his deity form. Even in the mosque, they don't believe. They just say that, they just say that he's ours. We should worship him. Like in the church, who are they praying to? There's no one even listening to their prayers in the first place. Maybe because Nirakar Nirvishesh Abhyay is formless, immutable form of God. So who will listen to their prayers? No one will listen. Therefore they have no Atmatarshan. But how are the Santas like the devotees? They they always thinking about Sri Bhagavan. So you should meditate on Sri Bhagavan in this way. You should meditate and pray to him. This is the best form of, this is the best form of remembering Sri Guru. So there was some say, being free of all designations, one should engage in senses. Because the senses are not for Vishaybo. The senses are only for Bhagavan Seva. Therefore, they, by their senses, they serve the master of the senses, Rishikesha. Rishi they say 24 hours, if one is engaged in seva, then he will engage others in seva also. He is Sadguru. He, if he finds he can accept, or he can reject. However, his glance falls, he will accept that person, and offer them into service of Sri Bhagavan, his Lord's feet. Now that oh, he's my nephew, he's my uncle, he doesn't think about all these things. That oh, he's my son. No. He looks at everyone as part and parcel of Bhagavan. Amritasya Putra. Having forgotten Bhagavan, they are undergoing so many difficulties. <coughs> See, the sadhus, they benefit in so many ways. Just as a mother takes her son, 
bathes him and then offers him on, in the lap of his father. Similarly, the sadhus make everyone free of all anvartas and they offer them in the lotus feet of Sri Prabhu. In this way, this flow of this aprakrit ananda chinmaras inundates everyone and he doesn't even know where he is. He is always absorbed in this. Therefore, one should meditate on Sri Guru in this way. Prata Sri Nadi Peche, Sri Nadi Peche, Binetram Guru, Varabhaya Pradam Shantam, Smaritan Nama Purvakam. So the Bhakta, he has no kind of fear. Because he knows that my Prabhu is here, why should I fear, why should I worry? He has no anxiety. Like you see in the West, they say, eat, drink, make merry. This is madness. No, how can one be like this? Free of all anxieties. Why does that person kill himself? Why does he kill others? Because he himself is scared so much. So how can he say he's free of all anxieties? So if one remembers such Sri Guru, Sandhas, then he'll become fearless, careless. No anxiety. He'll be free of the shok, Mahabaya, Paha. On its own, they'll all go away. He'll become fearless. He can go everywhere, wander everywhere. He doesn't need bodyguard. And you see, then the bodyguard, he himself will injure one. But they have no fear. Because they have that Prabhu. Because the Shurshan Chakra is always protecting them. So who is a Guru? He's always very peaceful. Mind is never restless. No matter how many trying circumstances come, he, no matter how many waves of samsara come, still he doesn't fear them. He's always shant prashant. Always keeps peaceful. Because Krishna Bhakta, he has no desire. So he's always peaceful at heart. But the Bhukti, Mukti, Siddhi, Kami, they're always restless in heart. And therefore, because he's He's peaceful at heart. He can also make others peaceful. And if the Guru himself is not, is very restless in his heart, then how can he make his disciples peaceful? And his disciples will also be restless like him. Therefore, so the Guru himself tells his disciple, he himself, he relates all his miseries to his disciple. So if Guru himself is drowning in an ocean of misery, then how can he possibly tell his disciple? Guru is not like this. Therefore, in Hindi they say that nicely make Guru means after proper examination you should accept him. Just as you drink water properly. Like you see, anyone you see addressed him as Guruji, he may be a Gandharva, Rakshas, anyone he would be. Regardless, you say you address him as Guruji. See, in this way, one, this, is a, this world only consists of so many cheaters. So you should not meditate on such cheaters. And they say, to realize this is the Swarupa Sri Guru, then one should worship Sadhguru, praise him. And in this way, he is always eternally situated in Nithidham. Therefore it is said, Pratha Sriman This is for this world. In there in another in another realm, how is he? 
is always present as a Sakhi near the Lord Sweet Shrimati Radhika. So I meditate on him in a Sakhi form. Krishna is Shaktiman, Shakti Shrimati Radharani, Sarup Shakti. Varamasat Sashi Chandra Rukmini, Radha Avatar Sabayam Nayavani. They are all the expansions of Srimati Radhika, manifestations. But Radharani, she is Sarup Shakti. In her seva, one should they are always absorb in her seva. What kind of seva? All the devis, Raja devis. They always, they All the jivas who have taken shelter, they should be taught. They should be empowered. You see, just by teaching a parrot, the parrot behave like you wanted to. Only teaching will not do. See a parrot if you, if you teach it, say Sitaram Sitaram, it says Sitaram Sitaram, then it says Narayan Narayan Shri Hari. Anything you teach it to, it will say. It will also say Hari Krishna Hari Krishna. Anything you want it to say, it will say. Meanwhile, one cat came, and the cat jumped at the parrot. And then the parrot, he started shouting in fear, looking at the cat. Now he forgot Hari Krishna, Radhi Krishna, all these names. Sitaram, Narayan, Narayan, he forgot everything. They started looking at the cat and shouting in fear. Hmm. No. In this way, the cat, parrots, and thinking about saving its life. Similarly, we are also like parrots. And once the cat of this Maya jumps on us, then we forget our mala mantra, everything. So, what is the parichai? What is the identification of Sri Guru? See, Sri Guru, he is the Sakhi of this Shakti Srimati Radhika. He enters, he, what does he do? He empowers those who have taken one pointed shadow of Srimati Radhika. And being empowered as such, they were can worship Shakti Manshi Krishna. Else, Nayamatman Balahina Labhyo. You see, by material strength, you cannot possibly understand Bhagavan. You can become Lenin, Hitler, anyone, but you cannot possibly understand Bhagavan by the strength of your own energy. Because you have a chit ball. Sarup Shakti, Chit Shakti. Therefore, Sadhguru is the dear Sevika, Shrimati Radhika. Therefore, he has this Radhika of transmitting this Shakti potency into the others and offering them in Krishna's seva. Else no one has this. There are so many who can say many things, who, are, who can beat their own drums. There are many who can say so many things, beat their own drums. There are so many who are lusty, angry, proud, always troubling others, cheating others. You can find so many like that. But where are those who can empower you? Many few of them are present. Because they themselves are not sevaks. Because they themselves are not surrendered in Prabhu's seva. When they themselves are not engaged 24 hours in Prabhu's seva, how can they possibly engage others in his seva? They themselves are enjoyers, how can they 
kathil this enjoying tendency with another you see we just tease him a little then just see how angry he'll get also one disciple he came to his guru and they say guru he told his disciple i even come to accept your seva i only come to offer you in bhagwan seva then he said any of guruji please eat something i love you boga then guruji said i love for you as boga means i love for you in bhagwan seva so guruji said i'm not an enjoyer to accept your seva so it's all very high things and the disciple was thinking oh my guruji has come he's such a strong renunciant he's not accepting anything saying i will stay saying i'll stay in bhagwan's temple with bhagwan and his seva all night i'll find him massage bhagwan and then when everyone left and then the door was closed listen what did he do all the things that tagurji had he ate everything away and then when he was sleeping at night there were many mosquitoes so what did he do see gornitai they have two hands raised up so then what did he do he made to a mosquito net and he put one side of the mosquito net on gaur's hands and the other side of the mosquito net on nitai's hands this way he made a mosquito net he entered inside and he started sleeping nicely saying gaur nitai are holding a mosquito net for me and so the whole night he was sleeping very nicely and gaur nitai while they held the mosquito net in, his, in their hands he was sleeping nicely then he said what are you doing then the disciple asked guruji you sleeping the whole night you didn't wake up for mangalarti then the guru said what can i do gornitai themselves came to me and they told me oh my dear son now sleep nicely there's no need for you to wake up mangalarti mangalarti is at 9 o'clock in the morning 10 o'clock in the morning you sleep wake up at that time no harm and gornitai themselves put me to sleep mangalarti means what means auspiciousness attend how can one attain auspiciousness if he is waking up at 5 o'clock 4:30 in the morning ring the bell disturbing sleep this is not mangalarti but then the disciple said oh guruji there were so many sweets in the night where are all these sweets then he said oh the whole night i fed gornitai these sweets gornitai ate all these sweets the demigods came they ate all these sweets now go quickly prepare more sweets i have to I have to make more sweets now and offer to gornitai and he said oh bring me the chanamrita bhagwan i only bathe with the chanamrita give me all the honey you can find gangajal curd everything first we'll do abhishek bhagwan and then i'll bathe after that with his own chanamrita also i don't bathe like all others do so he say all the cheaters they they can cheat others they cannot give this power to us transmit this power as long as sadguru cannot empower the jeevas then he can never be active no be capable how can he be capable when the shakti naturally enters one then he'll have the seva vritti himself will do bhagwan sarcham pujan listen to skata to kirtan naturally enter one's heart therefore it is said but i meditate on shri guru who is the dear sakhi of shrimati radha in sanskrit if you see 
verbal root Saki and Sakaras who is the predominating deity Srimati Radhika herself engages the Sakas in Krishna Seva and then even those in Vatsalya she engages them in Krishna Seva so she engages all of them in Dasa Sakya Vatsalya in service of Krishna not just Madhuri above and say oh I want to be a Saka I want to be a servant like Hanuman See, one cannot by force do this or else one will say I am Brahmasmi I am Brahma just by saying such will one become Brahma this body made of flesh, blood, urine, stool can you just become Brahma while having this body similarly someone may say I want to be Gopi, Gopa by one's independence can one just can one become like this he doesn't have Sharnagati one has not surrendered himself to Srimati Radhika she herself will see how qualified you are and then what kind of seva should be given to you she herself will make all arrangements or else you say oh Shiva I'm Shiva what does Kali Devi say she says alright oh, yesterday you were saying Om Namah Shiva and now you're saying Shiva and what does she do she takes the sword and then she cuts his head and then she wears his head as a skull around her neck. Just yesterday you were saying, you're my son. And now you're saying you want to be my husband. And she said, come here. She cuts his head off. Taking the sword, she cuts his head off. And then she feeds, feeds him to the jackals and vultures, saying, eat this, eat this boy. This rakshas. Similarly, one may say, I want to be a Gopa Gopi, Das Sakha. This is Angaropasana. Means he's worshipping his own self. So say Guru, by empowering one, he also makes sure he doesn't become proud. Or else he'll become very proud. Because of being empowered. One gets just a little qualification, capability. Then he becomes very proud. Saying, oh, just see what I've become now. Saying, no. Sadhguru, he, what does he do? He makes him very humble. And he, and he, and he always, and the recipients of his mercy, they always think, I know nothing. Whatever he gives you mercifully, I only distribute that. That's all. I have nothing of my own. I have no qualification whatsoever. Whatever he has given me, I distribute. Whatever Bhagavan gives me, Whatever Bhagavati Devi gives me, I distribute that to everyone. None of this is mine. Gyan, Gun, Jogata, qualification, good qualities. None of this is mine. What is Sadgun you're saying? Sadvichar, everything is his. Therefore, they never have this Ahamkar arrogance. Therefore, Taham Satamande, Shri Gurum Param Sakim. Always continues to meditate on Sri Guru. Only desire. He, he only engages everyone in the service of Radha and Krishna. See, in this world, one leaves his body, and then when he leaves his body, he takes the fruits of karma along with him. And this way, when he goes away, he is born. 
attracting to his karma in any species of life. There's no guarantee that we'll be born as a human. We'll be born in any of the 8.4 million species of life according to his karma. Anywhere he can be born. So if he dies, what will they do? They'll burn his body and they'll send him away. Bit farewell to him. But just see if he comes, he returns again, and they say, oh, ghost has come. He's entered our house. We burnt his body. Still he's coming now. We, we put his ashes inside the Ganga. We offered Pinda and Gaya, and still he's coming. What is this ghost doing? And this way, they're very uh, anxious. Similarly, when our Guru Varga go, what happens? Just see. When Guru Varga leave, then the day of their disappearance is observed by not just some, but by millions. And when they are present in this world, they are worshipped by so many. And still when they leave, still those days are observed so nicely, so happily. But in Sansar, you see, and you see in Sansar, they become ghosts, these people who die. Prabhupada, he mentions a story. There was one person whose name was Bhagavan Das. You see, he was a farmer. He take the fruits and vegetables to sell in the market. So one day he went to the market. Meanwhile, some uh, foreigners came on the ship. And they saw these, in the westerners, they took everything away. Whatever fruits, vegetables he had. And you see, they would, they would always do this. They would always take all the good things away from India. And whatever rotten things are there, they leave that aside for India. This is how they invaded India. So they say they took Bhagwan Das in their ship and they said, here, bring all these things for us every day. And then they said, you want money now or after you return? Because once they took him on board in the ship, they also had to make him leave. So they said, you come along with us, you tour with us for one month and then you can, we'll return you back here. We'll have you return here. So he said, alright, at least I'll get some money. My things will also be sold in the market. I'll also be very famous. And no one knew in his house. Then the people in his house thought, Oh, my husband has died, my brother has died, my son has died. Where is he? He's missing. And then after 10 days, they saw he didn't come. And what did they do? They shaved their heads after 10 days. They say, after some more days, they perform more purificatory rites. And so they also found Shat for Bhagavan Das, thinking he's died. And after return, after return, after one month, he had a big mustache, big beard. He said, I won't go during the day. I'll go in the middle of the night. Or else what will people think if they see him with a big beard and mustache? So in the evening, all of them went to the ground. So when he was returning to the market, he had a big beard, big mustache. He hadn't, he hadn't bathed for one month. His clothes had become very dirty. He had bought a lot of money with him. So when he was coming with all this money, someone saw him. And they said, Oh, Bhagavan Das has become a ghost now. A ghost is coming. And they started, everyone started shouting in great fear. Jesse has died and he has returned as a ghost. We offered oblations for him, Pindada and everything and still he is returning as a ghost. So Bhagavan has become a ghost. In this way, they were thinking, Bhagwandas, he went and hid in a tree. He climbed a tree. Because people were creating so much confusion. And then all the villagers got bricks, rocks, swords, knives. And they all started throwing it at the tree. Saying, this ghost, kill this ghost who has come. 
Let's go to Bhagwandas. So he was saying, how can I convince them? Therefore, he had become a ghost. So Bhagwandas. Mentality of people. You see, it's like this. Now they're all saying it's a ghost. Just one moment they were respecting him so much, had so much love. And the next moment, they think he's a ghost. Thinking, oh, now he's not delivered. Call many priests and, and perform your care. Or else, or else set the tree on fire. This way, he could not go anywhere. His villagers were trying to kill him. His relatives were trying to kill him. So just see how people of this world are. Even while he was still alive, they made him a ghost. And even after we die, we think, oh, if they will not deliver me, I'll become a ghost. We are so scared always. You see, father, he takes, looks after his son. And if he dies, he becomes a ghost. And then that warm this prayer to Shad. And if he returns home, even if his shadow enters home, then they become so scared. Why should the son fear? He's your father. He's your grandfather. And he's coming back home. Why are you so scared now that he's coming back as a ghost? So therefore, Bhagavan's parikas, his parshads, his nijijans, when they appear on the disappearance days, will anyone ever be scared of them? Madhavendra Puripad, when he entered Raparagat Lila, and Adit Acharya, he observed the tithi of Madhavendra Puri in his house. Just as Mahabhu, Gadadar Pandit, Nityan Prabhu, they all came there to Shantipur. There, Madhavendra Puri was being worshipped by Adit Acharya. Ishwarpuri came, everyone came. And then Guru was being worshipped. What did they say? He said that Guru himself was appeared. And he was offering everything to Bhagwan's Seva. And they say Guru is empowering his disciples and, and making them drown, bathe in this flow of Prem. Anuratham Thakur. In, during Kaurjan Matsav, he was worshipping Mahaprabhu in Keturi Gram. When Kirtan started, what happened? Lokanathas Goswami himself appeared. All Sat Goswamis came, Dadaj Gopal, Trishti Mantha, Mr. Kaviraj. They all came. And Mahaprabhu himself appeared with the Panchatattva. And there Krishna also came with all his parikars. Srinivas was the priest. Janva Thakurani was the Acharya. And say, wherever Guru is worshipped by the devotee from the core of his heart, then the Aparakrit Guru Varga, Bhagavad Parikar, they, they appear having brought Bhagavan with them. So they say, one becomes a ghost in this material world after having left his body. On the other hand, this Guru is worshipped, Shri Guru. By worshipping him, I'm believing Aradhana. This Nitya Sevadhikari is had Bhagavad Sevadhikar. All the good qualities, they appear within him. So yesterday we heard that when Maharaj was staying in Mathura, then Guruji had given him the Sevadhikar to always stay in Mathura and serve there. 
on the time there is a everywhere kirtan kada part provachan was going on he'd go he'd, he'd leave at 8 in the morning and he'd return at 11 in the night because there only be free in the evening and he'd go evening into the homes and he would do kada kirtan because during the day they're busy very restless this kada kirtan will not enter their ears either do kada kirtan in brahma murta from 3 to 6 see here and then the day is passing then the rays of the sun you see the rays of the sun are passing through as soon as the rays of the sun enter the homes then they become engaged in performing karma then they are very restless as soon as the sun rises they don't feel like doing kata kirtan anything they only feel like working earning money saying all oh, have to earn money do so many things So they become very they become very enthusiastic to do karma why because the sun god is empowering them infusing all this strength within them and therefore it has been said for the sun god that he always steals everyone's lives away if you want to see the sun and the, and the moon always stealing a life away. If you want to be free from their uh, influence then you'll always have to remember Bhagawan of Asthavasati term. Then the sun and the moon will never be able to steal your life away. Or you'll be entangled in the cycle of karma. So with every rising, of the rising and setting of the sun life is being stolen away. Why? Because one is always inclined to form karma. So Guruji when uh, you go to the Yamuna while while doing Nagar Sankirtan sometimes you go to Janmabhumi in Mathura sometimes you go to Vindavan, Govardhan and in the morning Brahma Mutai do Kirtan in the temple but in the evening's night he'd always go preaching performing house programs there's many logicians, ignorant so many kinds of people if you read this uh, Guru Darshan then you can see There are many stories there. So when Guruji saw see the people of Uttar Pradesh they have one custom. You see if one sheep enters if one uh, sheep enters the river then all the other sheep also follow that sheep and enter the river. They will not listen. So the entire flock of sheep they jump inside the river. So here, they say, oh, he's accepted Guru, he's become very wealthy. So we also have to accept Guru, we also become wealthy. We also accept that same Guru. So the Arya Samajji, Mayavadi, all of them. So when Maharaj's preaching started increasing, then on Guru Purnima, there'd be a big line. See, there'd be a big line to have Darshan of Guru Dev. Where people would be standing in the streets for hours just to have his darshan. And all the elderly, everyone would be thinking, how can we accept? Gurudev, accept Mala Mantra from him. See, oh, he didn't have children, now he has children. Oh, he saved from death. That's why. So Maharaj is thinking, what is this? Because Maharaj, he never liked to be Guru in the first place. He would never make disciples. 
May Guru Maharaj would give so many malas saying, oh, you can distribute them. You'd give them not tulsi beads, but beads made of neem. And even the kanti mala that was given for the next were not made of tulsi. Even when we were initiated, we did not get tulsi mala. We got beads made of ordinary wood. 25-30 years, we chanted on these beads. We did not even get tulsi beads for our neck. Because in our sampraday, in our sampraday, those who don't wear tulsi mala can't they do bhajan. So one Maharaj tell us, first stop lying, don't cheat others, become pure. Then, Tulsi Vrindadi will automatically bestore mercy upon you. Means then I'll give you this Kantimala, Tulsi Kantimala. So say Gurudev, he would distribute these things. And just see, just by chanting on, on these beads made of bale, neem wood, then they get so much opulence. Then they got so many children, they got so much wealth, so many things. Then Gurudev was thinking, oh, what, what's happening here? And all these people, whenever they get any opulence, they'll accept that person. You see, sometimes, sometimes they do all these things here. They accept one guru, and then they change their kantimala and they accept another guru. And sometimes, what do they do to give up their previous guru? Whatever mantras they have received from the previous guru, they take that mantra and they speak it into the ear of a goat, and that way, that mantra is lost. And then they accept mantra from another person. So in this way, first they put into luck in one way. Then they go to another place and they put another tilak, half tilak. Now there's something else that's happening. Now there's black tilak. Radhakund tilak. There's black tilak. If I ask them that Radhakund, you see, is the Buddha Suradharani black? How is the Buddha Suradharani black? You see, Krishna, he's black, so his food dust is black. And you see, Radharani, she is golden. So how did this place become black then? How did the, how did the mud of Radhakund become black? Krishna must have bathed there. That's why he's become black there. Therefore you're on the side of Krishna. You're putting Krishna's food dust. So those who put this black tilak, they go either to Mathura or Dwarka. They cannot stay in bridge. Mahabharata put this Gobichandan. Because Gobichandan is the same color as Radharani, golden. It's a foot touch of the copies. Where did this black color come from? Therefore, you are not, you don't belong to Braj, you are outside Braj. Therefore, there's no need to be involved in these things. You should have Nishta, whatever Mahabharata said. We'll have to follow that. Oh, some say, oh, we belong to Gaudiya Sampradaya, we are Nimananda Sampradaya. We are Gauranga Sampradaya. Some say many things. But all these people are very opposed to each other. Some days before we heard, Saint Maharaj said, oh, this is very difficult. Now we'll have to find some way. What is that way? Now, Anyhow, I have to go to Giriraj and take his advice. I have to stay there and I have to take help from him on how to change these ghosts, these people. I want, I desire that these people also come on the proper path. I don't know how they change. 
One is to accept one guru, another day they accept another guru. They're always running here and there. How is this possible? So Maharaj, you wouldn't say anything to anyone. Silently he went to Gauratham. Every day do Parikrama, speak to Bhagavatam, to Kiraj, do Madhukari. And this way he would uh, do his bhajan. And this way there was a big storm. See, even in our lifetime, there was only, there were only muddy roads everywhere. There were thorns, bushes everywhere. Especially, when we go near Mansiganga, towards Radhakunda, that, the time, there should be, the, the way used to be very steep. There should be so much mud. You could not even cross Mansiganga. But now you have proper roads there. So, in that time, it was raining so much. And Gurudev, he do Parikrama every day of Giriraj. And he was doing Parikrama. Seeing as the water was very cold, there were snakes everywhere. Maharaj is thinking, I have to swim across now. Because now they made a bridge. Mansiganga can go below the bridge. But before it was not like that. In the big side, there were no problems. But on the small side, Mansiganga sometimes she would flood the banks. He had to swim across. So Maharaj was thinking, how can I go now? So dark now. Because the devotees, they always wake up at 3, 3.30, 2.30 in the morning. And so they, they bed, do, do mala mantra and go on parikrama. So it was very cold. It was very dark. And as soon as Gurudev, he anyhow crossed like some distance, then there were some devotees living in cottages, in huts. And you see, the, the roads were very dirty also. Then there were no drainage, there were no sewers then. So water, so much water everywhere. So Maharaj was standing and he was thinking, how can I cross this place? So that time he was thinking. There he saw two small children. These two small children, they said, Baba, why are you looking at us? Are you scared that you'll drown long, that you'll drown if you follow us? They said, oh, why are you so fearful? We'll take you in our own hands. Then Gurudev said, oh, just see these two boys, these two children. They're so enthusiastic. Then they said, where have you come from? We come from this nearby Nimgao. Then you do parikram every day, he asks these two children. Yes, if one doesn't do parikram, he asks, then what is the use of one's life? Should do Giraj's Parikrama. Or else, Giraj is helping everyone. Kanaya has also said, oh Giraj, we take your shelter. So if you want to take shelter of Giraj, then he'll look after you in all ways. He'll love you. They say these two children started speaking so much kata about Giraj. And Gurdai started following them. They say until Uttavkund, the water was, the way was very dirty. So anyhow he crossed the place and he went to Uttavkund. There he saw, he didn't see these two children anymore. Now he, there was some dry way. Now he could walk on dry land. Until Radhakund he walked. Then he bathed in Radhakund, every day he would bathe. Offers those tutis. Sit there, offer pranam to Das Goswami. There are many places there. Darshan Radha Not just Das Goswami, Samadhi Chanadi is better. 
कविराज गोस्वामी भजन कुटीर रघुनाथ पट्टू गोस्वामी भजन कुटीर गोपाल पट्टू गोस्वामी भजन कुटीर शनिवार श्याम विश्वासोपाल देवी देवी गुरुदेव और अदर भजन कुटीर सर
Sometimes the rain collects there, and the rain is slowly sleeping, seeping through and falling on other Vinodhyari. There are where clothes are always wet. Bangladesh said, no, let's go. Enough now. Within six months had already passed. And just as these two children had come with their wet cloth, then when Gurudev went to Mathura, he saw that the same Radha Vinodhyari themselves were these two children. So Gurudev saw at that time I didn't know. I was doing bhajan there. At that time I didn't know that these two children were Radha Vinodhyari themselves. Then Paramudev, he told Maharaj that I saw these two children, they were asking me for dry cloth. They were speaking to me and they showed me the way to do Parikrama. They told me everything. So Gurudev, I didn't know that who they were. Pangudha said, they gave you this responsibility and then you left that seva and you left. So who can they possibly, who will serve them? You see, two children will always run to their mother. They cannot do anything on their own. They cannot eat on their own. Mother has to feed them, bathe them, clean them. They have to, she has to look after these, her children. So, same way, one should also have the Satma seva for Bhagavan. Seva with so much intimacy and mamata. Because Bhagwan is like a child. In his deity form he will not say anything. But when there's a need, then he will also speak to Sevaks. Same here, Pramudha established this temple, the proper roof, and then Gurudha himself would go to the market and he would get very thin cloth. So he for the winter he'd have one type of cloth and for the summer he'd have another type of cloth silken cloth during the summer so Gurudev would bring this cloth and he had them stitched and dresses would be Trakuji and again he'd gone Parikrama so when he crossed Mansikanga then he met some sadhus there and sadhus said why are you doing Parikrama every day I know what desire you have Gurudev has given you this order to publish books to serve the Goswamis so that you don't have anyone to serve you. Therefore, Giraj will send many people to help you. And he will publish so many books. He will do so much that the glories of Guru and Govinda will enter everyone's homes. And say after Maharaj finishes Parikama, then he saw you see, so many people came to help Gurudev. Krishna Swami came from Maharashtra, son of Brahman, some came from Garwal, came Singh, Kunjbari Prabhu. So many came to assist Gurudev. One Muslim, Bankura. He came looking for Bhagwan. Then someone said, go to Mathuramat, there. You can find Bhagavan. So he came to Mataramat to Maharaj. So he asked Maharaj, Do you know that, we heard that you know Bhagavan is, kindly make me meet him. So Gurudev said, first you study in school, then just as one studies in school, then he gets a graduation certificate, then he gets a job. Similarly, one wants to get Bhagavan's mercy, is not easy. First one should become trained. So they say, 
His skills very good, Kirtanya. So Gurudev named him Shubhanudas. When Paramgurudev said, oh, he's such a nice Kirtanya. Then Gurudev, Paramgurudev told Gurudev, give me this boy. He's a Brahmin boy. Then Gurudev said, all, everything is yours, everyone is yours. What is mine in the first place? Who is mine? Then Gurudev also gave him sannyas. And, and after some time, one more person came. He came from the jungles of Bengal, from Sundarban. He came and he said, he told Maharaj, oh, there is so much bhajan and braj, your brajwasi, so can you give me mercy, that I get the dust of braj. And he said, all right. And then Maharaj took all of them for braj darshan, parikama. And he said, now my life is successful. Now, I'll be like your shoes your entire life. And they said, all right. Oh, you'll be the shoe now, but after some time you'll become the umbrella. Don't, the shoe will become the umbrella then. Saying one person, he came and said, oh, Gurudev, give me Tiksha. Give me a proper name. What name do you want? He said, will you accept the name I'll give you? So what name? So he said, name me shoe. Name me the shoe. Chappal. And he had a wife. And he said, what name do you want? And he said, keep my name, Gurudev, if you have, if you have mercy upon me. Then you name me. My husband has become the shoe. So I'll be, I want to be the dust of your lotus feet. So Gurudev said, alright. This is your desire. So I'll pray to Bhagwan, pray to my own Guru. So your name will be Devananda, and your name will be Sudevi. Your husband will be Devananda Das. He said, no. Anyhow, when he spoke, when he spoke these things, then Gurudev said, no, don't, Follow your own speculation. Listen to the sadhu. Listen to guru. Then after some time, so many people came. And Paramgurudev, he took some of these disciples away. He went preaching in other places. And he said, this book, books also had to be published. So that time, this Krishna Swami, who later became Padmanabh Maharaj, he came from Maharashtra came Singh became Kunjvihari Das. He was the manager of the Mathura temple. Also looking after the publication of the books. And slowly the mission began to flourish. Now we listen tomorrow.